Thanks for listening to the Vertical Student Ministries podcast. We hope you are encouraged and challenged by what you hear. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Leadership Podcast. We are so glad that you've joined us back again for this episode, episode 29 now. And uh, yeah, we truly believe, you know, here at uh, Vertical that if the leader is empowered, the entire organization will grow. Today, I've got a special guest with us all the way from St. Paul, Minnesota, Pastor Ben Freetag. How you doing, man? I'm doing well. How are you doing, Pastor Reggie? I'm doing good, dude. I'm doing good, man. It's been a while since we've actually seen each other face to face, but uh, I'm glad we kind of got to stay in touch, dude. Absolutely. How's your day been? Day's fantastic. Starting the week right, getting uh, getting things rolling, uh, following up from our services this weekend here, and getting ready for Easter in two weeks, which is crazy. That's crazy, man. Easter is, is fastly approaching. We're getting ready for Good Friday here. Good Friday is a big deal here, and okay, and, yep. uh, it's it's an exciting multimedia. We do a service without words. Okay, and so wow. the entire service is music and multimedia driven, and it's it's really powerful, man. Powerful. Very At cool. one point, I believe, like you're inside the, visually, you you're inside the the brain of Jesus, inside the head of Jesus, wow. as he's on the cross, and you you feel him breathing, and it's 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 powerful stuff, man. I get excited talking about it, but yeah, man. So uh, just to get the listeners a little bit familiar with who you are, um, where are you located at, man? Yeah, so uh, I work at Summit Church in uh, in St. Paul, Minnesota. Mm, awesome, man. What what uh. What position do you hold there? Yeah, so currently I serve as the executive pastor, and uh, I also have recently now stepped into a role of campus pastor as well. Okay. At our, at our brand new brand new campus down in Lakeville. Um, okay. So, yeah, awesome. served as served as youth pastor here for five years, and then about a little over just under a year ago, transitioned into this next role of leadership and and uh, leading from the second chair, as I like to say. It's, yeah, uh, man. Second it's chair. very different, but it's it's fun and exciting, exhilarating, and a lot to learn. But it's uh it's been it's been a great experience so far. Awesome, man. So you you've been at Summit Church for for six years now, then. Just about six years. Awesome, yeah. man. And uh, a North Central graduate right there in Minnesota, man. Minnesota born and raised. Just That's got right. just got your new quarterback. You guys are just Captain Kirk, baby. Take oh, it, take it down. Here we go. You know he's from. He went to high school out here and by us. So you know. Okay. Yeah. yeah. He's, I suppose he's, he went to Michigan State. Went so to Michigan State. Went to Holland Christian, I believe, for a little bit. So yeah, he's yeah. a he's a he's well known around these parts, man. So. Well, if, if you know him, put him a good word. We'll we'll recruit him to our summit church here in Minnesota. <laughs> hey, yeah, man. I'll, I'll get. I'll, uh, I don't know him personally, but I'll, I'll tweet him. There you go. <laughs> How about that? Awesome, dude. And uh, so, yeah, just just trying to get into a little bit of the topic we're talking about today, leading through relationship. And I can't tell you, I, I don't know a better guy that is a relational leader um, than than you, man. You, I remember when we first met, you know, I went to like the, I was a youth pastor at the church that you grew up at. Mm-hmm. And uh, getting to see your family and your dynamics, man, your dad literally is one of my heroes to this day, dude. <laughs> And uh, and so it's it's awesome to see us talking about this 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 topic today. Tell us a little bit about leading through relationships. Yeah, you know it's funny even you bring up my father because a lot of you know even the experiences that I've had in in leadership and uh, and maybe some of the things I'll be you know talking about today uh, were birthed from the things he taught me even as a young teenager and 
And even just little itty bitty things like, hey, make eye contact when you're talking to somebody or, or you know, shake when you shake somebody's hand for the first time, make sure it's a firm handshake just to yeah. to them know that you are already engaged before even saying a word. Right. So, you know, it, it's 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 funny that you mentioned him because a lot of these things kind of um, initiated from from him teaching me these things in, in relationship. But, uh, you know, you know Talking about this leading through relationship, I mean, honestly, leading is relationship. Mm. And, uh, you know, um, John Maxwell, he, he, he has a quote. He says, you know, he who leads but has no followers is simply taking a walk. Right. Yeah. And, uh, and uh, relationship is vital to, to leadership because without relationship, there is no leadership. Mm-hmm. And uh, I know for me personally, it's something that I've, I've, uh, um, really been working on here the the past couple years. Um, I'm not I'm not a by nature very strong relational person. It's it's I'd rather sit at home and and watch the Vikings play or you know I'm, I'm homebody. I like to I like my my alone time. I'm not a not the most outgoing person in the world. But but in leadership you have to be. You know you have to relationship. You have to value um, those aspects of it. And so. Um, I know for me personally, it's been uh, uh, pushing me out of my comfort zone to embrace these things, and and I'll be honest too, it's been fun to work on these things because it's it honestly has even helped me become more comfortable with it as well. Mm-hmm. Um, having conversations with people maybe for the first time, or or going deeper in a in a relationship that that maybe is pretty surfacey. So, uh, but it's, it's huge. It's key. You know, leadership is about, it's about engaging people and engaging people happens through relationship. And, um, wow. you know, I think instead of using our, our hierarchy as an indicator of, you know, sometimes our social, uh, wealth, I think we need to embrace, you know, deep relationships to grow our social capacity. And, and I think that's lacking a lot in our leaders. And uh, I think sometimes they, they just gravitate so much to, hey, I'm a leader because of a title or a position. And uh, when in reality, m- most of the time, I, I feel like people, um, they they get a, a position of leadership because of their influence. Right. And, and sometimes that can go to their head right away initially thinking, go hey, to the I'm wayside, yeah. and, uh, and so it it's always it's always important to remember that to come back to that that it's 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 about relationships and, and leadership. It's not about position. It's not about hierarchy. It's about relating to people, and uh, and, and that's key in becoming a good leader. That's awesome, man. I love I love the the idea of yeah. I mean, we even hear John Maxwell talks about you know, leading from title or leading from position is the lowest level of leadership there is when it comes to right. you know his five levels of leadership that he identifies and. Um, so that, that's one of the things that I think sometimes as a, as I would consider myself in a, a relational, a relational leader, a relational person in general. And, and I think sometimes for sure people can, you know, as you get the title, the position, it's, it's easy sometimes to sit back on that and to lean on that instead of leading on maybe what got you there in the first place. Right. Like yep. you said, exactly. is, is building relationships. And so let me ask you this, when leading a church or a ministry, what is one of the most important aspects of that you know what what is that well i mean along the same lines you know it goes back to relationship and um you know for me this is this has been something that i even to this day even currently i'm really having to focus on now as the campus pastor you know essentially now my my job is hey i have to be relational with people 
that's that's my job is to have relationships with people. And uh, right, because you're not that, the guy from the on the platform. You're not the guy, right? Casting exactly. vision necessarily. Exactly. Uh-huh. I'm not up there preaching. You know, I'll do announcements here and there, but but my role is is making sure people um, feel at home, feel welcome, feel a part of a family. And, um, you know, I, I, I don't have to lead from the stage. I can lead from, uh, the front door when people are walking in, just greeting them by name and letting them know, Hey, you're welcome here. You're loved here. And, uh, just having, even building those initial relationships. Um, it's, again, it's not my forte. It's not my sweet spot, but it's something I have to do. It's, it's my new job. And, uh, and it's, I'll be honest, you know, it's, it's been fun. It's been exhilarating for me to be able to have that opportunity to step outside my comfort zone and, uh, and embrace those, those new relationships. Well, yeah, I, I love that idea of leading from maybe where you lack from, you know, I think that's yeah. where, where God can get the most glory out of it is, is your lack, mm-hmm. um, where we feel like we're maybe insignificant or, or insecure in maybe that area, or even not even necessarily insecure, but maybe not a strength. I think Paul Paul writes it in Saint Corinthians. He said, "In my week, I boast in my weakness because that's where Christ is revealed. Christ is made strong, right. and so when I'm weak, I am strong because of that. And yep. um, I think that's 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 so key for us to to understand as a leader who's uh, leading through relationship is is you said it, man. That's that's what we're called to do. If we're, if we're leading and nobody's with us, we're just taking a walk. Exactly. <laughs> it's awesome." Tell me, we talk. You talk about type B personalities. Uh, tell me what you mean by type B personality. What's yeah, you know, there's. I mean, there's there's the extrovert and the introvert. I guess mm-hmm. is kind of what what I, I um, wanted to hit on. I guess a little bit, and uh, you know, kind of hitting on where, you know, by nature, um, just because you're an introvert doesn't mean you can't be relational. Wow. And um, just because you're an extrovert doesn't mean you can't be relational either. You know, it comes maybe more naturally for others, but um, by nature, again, I'm an introvert. I'd rather, you know, sit at home and, and, and watch watch the Vikings and Kirk Cousins, you know, win the Super Bowl. Rather than, <laughs> you know, but even for example, that, that's yeah. a great example. Actually. You know, I, I would much rather be at home with my wife and my dad watching the game than being at a party with 40 people. That's just who I am. Mm-hmm. But sometimes in leadership, there's a lot of sacrifices that have to happen in leadership. And to be an effective leader, you have to put the needs of others before yourselves, and um, and um, that that really that comes back to to serving people and servant leadership, which is which is what Jesus um, personified in, in Scripture. Yeah. And uh, and so realizing that, hey, I, I've heard people say, you know, hey, I don't I don't like being around people, I don't like talking to people, I can't be a leader, and and that's just not true um, because. I, I firmly believe that that God can use anybody, um, no matter what type of personality you are, no matter what type of comfortability you have um, having conversations or in relationships. Um, he wants to use you in some capacity to lead people, to uh, minister to people, and uh, and so you know, despite who you are, or how God made you, He has a plan for you. He has an opportunity for you to impact others, and impacting others. Um, that's leadership. That's that's what it is, is, is impacting others, whether that's through conversations, whether that's through relationships, um, or even maybe through the things that you're doing. Um, doesn't matter who you are, what you're doing, God wants to use you as a leader to, to minister to people. 
Wow. So then let's let's get some practical ways then for for maybe an introvert, a type B personality that that can be relational. What are some practical ways then, uh, as you would put it, that a, that an introvert can be relational? There's uh, that's a great question, you know, and this is something I have I've had to sit in my office and think, hey, I'm I'm not I'm not this isn't natural for me, mm-hmm. but this is my job. What can I do? And uh, like. One thing that I, I've started doing in the last couple of weeks at our new campus is um, I'm sticking myself at the front door and I'm opening the door and I'm greeting every single person that walks through that door, shaking their hand, asking them what their name is, asking what their kids' names are. And, uh, you know, again, I'd much rather be in the sound booth mixing the sound, but guess what? That's not my job. My job is to be out there. Uh, having relationships with people yeah. and so so stick sometimes just throwing yourself in the flames and and learning and growing wow. um, that's that's what's one way the other thing too i i've realized is um knowing how to have conversations and mm. i think talk to me about that talk to me about that yeah i think i think that's very lacking um especially in, in the next generation you know the technology age sometimes our, our phones we know how to have conversations over text message or social media, but we but don't not know how in the face to face. Yeah, right. We don't know how to have face to face conversation. You know, it's even interesting. We had a girl, a, a new couple at the church um, yesterday, and, and I talked to to him and his his girlfriend, and his he was the the the, the guy was very outgoing and talkative, and the girl was very um, not didn't want to say a lot. You know, I tried to ask just different questions. Just tough to have a conversation with. Well, about an hour later that afternoon on social media, our church gets a tag. So I read it, and it's her on social media writing this huge, long post of how she had the best day ever at church, and she found her new church home, and everybody was so friendly and loving and caring, and it's the best day ever. And, I, you know, it's funny. I'm like, <laughs> I tried for like 10 minutes to get a word out of you, and I couldn't get anything. And now you go home and you write a novel on social media. Wow. But, but, but that really is a lot of times how people interact now. And not to say that's good or bad, but I think we still need to learn how to have functional conversations with people today. And, uh, and so good, that's really there, there, there are three kind of things that I, reflecting on that, kind of thought about is, is the first is, one, figure out if, if you need to lead the conversation or if they are capable of leading the conversation. Um, and that kind of goes back to that type A or type B personality. If, if they're willing to lead the conversation, let them lead it. Um, they will, typically that means they're an extrovert, and nothing bothers an extrovert more than another extrovert who wants to lead the conversation their way. <laughs> and uh, so as a leader, let them lead the conversation if they can lead it. If you're realizing, hey, this person's struggling to keep this conversation going, realize that and, and take initiative and say, okay, hey, I need to take leadership of this conversation. Um, and then from there, once you've kind of established that, um, there's kind of four things. One is listen. Um, listen to what they're saying. A lot of times we can hear things that go in one ear and out the other or you know, we're distracted, we're looking off the distance, but actively listen. Look at eye contact nod your heads, you know, don't, don't be looking over their shoulders, but actually listen. Um, and then the second one kind of going along with that is understand what they're saying. Um, you know, and, and again, that's, that's comprehend. Hey, what, what exactly are they saying? Are they, 
you know, very surfacey. Hey, are they going into something really deep here where, hey, you're about to need to minister to them? Um, are they, understand the tone of their voice. Are they excited? Are they sad? Are they neutral? Um, and then from there, acknowledge. Acknowledge what they're saying. Say, hey, yeah, I, I'm with you there, you know, and acknowledge what they're saying. Um, that just give give them giving them some feedback, mm-hmm. um, you know whether that's nonverbal acknowledgement or verbal acknowledgement, right? And then taking those three things of listening, understanding, acknowledging, and then engage in the conversation, and that's where um, I think a lot of people miss the miss the point in conversation and engaging in it, in asking, engaging, following up questions, or engaging in in sharing a relatable story to maybe what they're talking about. Um, and so, and that's, that brings me to the, the third final point. So figure out if you need to lead the conversation. The second is kind of the four sub points, listen, understand, acknowledge, engage. And then the third is find their sweet spot in conversation. So for example, what I'll try to do is, you know, if, if it's something maybe for the first time, you know, I'll kind of start asking them some, some very, basic questions. Hey, what's your name? Hey, how did you, you know, if it's at church, Hey, how'd you hear about the church right. or, um, you know, trying to just get a feel. And, and even in those first, those first couple sentence sentences can be huge in understanding, Hey, is this person engaged in this conversation? Are they distancing themselves? Right. Are they what, giving, yeah. engaged? Are they giving one hour um, answers? That kind of thing. Exactly. Exactly. And, and I, I always try to get to the point to find, you know, kind of asking some prying questions to find their sweet spot. Okay. And, uh, you know, for some people, it may be sports. And, uh, you know, for others, it may be politics. For others, it may be pop culture. Uh, for others, it may be spiritual things. Um, or or for, other, for a lot of people, it's, it's their families or their kids or mm. their community or where they live. And uh, once you find that sweet spot, just start thinking of as many questions you possibly can about that sweet spot to keep it on, keep, keep it on that track. Yeah. yeah. Um, especially in, in, in original first time conversations. Um, because that's, mm-hmm. that's how trust is built is when you can go deeper than, Hey, my name is so-and-so. Hey, my name is so-and-so. Nice to meet you. Um, See you next but you, week. exactly. <laughs> but even yeah. just that initial conversation where you can start to find some sweet spots with somebody, um, that will help a ton in building some trust, which is key to relationships. Honestly, it's, it's that, yeah. that that's what relationships is built off of. Yeah. So, you know, and there's a lot more aspects to conversations and, and how to have them, mm-hmm. but I've kind of found personally for me, those, those have helped a lot in, in being able to avoid those awkward situations and awkward conversations yeah. and to, to really go deeper. And, uh, and that's the goal in really in conversations is to build relationships. And obviously that's the goal of leadership is to build relationships. Right. So and I, th- I think, I think what you said there, listen, understand, acknowledge and engage that second point there. Yeah. Um, I think a lot of times we listen to engage or we listen to respond instead of listening to understand. We don't listen to, and, yeah. and we we're we're listening for a, the mere fact of, well, I want to talk in this conversation or right, exactly. I already have what I'm going to say before you even say what you're going to say. And, and I think that's such a key part that we're, we're lacking in today's culture of, of understanding how to properly communicate with one another. It's right. You have what you're going to say. I have what I'm going to say. And, and in this digital age now, you know, we can be so easily to just um, 
write up what I'm going to say. You know, how many times have we been texting back and forth with someone and, and you see their little bubbles going and you already <laughs> got what you're going to respond and then right, they say exactly. something and you back your bubble up and then you try to, <laughs> you try to rewrite something else. And then, right. you know, and, and, and this bubble culture, you know, we're, we're always uh, so easily ready to, to respond to something or to say something um, without fully understanding. I think that's, that was just such a phenomenal point you said about understanding first, acknowledging, and then engaging. Right. Um, and I think we skip those two, the understanding and acknowledge. I think we, we skip so often, man. That's that's great stuff. Let me ask you this. Should we force ourselves to be relational? As a leader, as a leader, maybe you're not, uh, like you said, maybe you're an introverted leader. Maybe you're a leader who leads from, from the desk, right? And you're, you're a more administrative leader. Uh, what? Do I have to, like, why do I need to force myself to be relational if that's not me? I want to be who I am. Right, yeah. No, that's, that's uh, it, it, as much as it sucks, the answer, I would say the answer to that question is yeah. You know, and that's, that's you know, for me personally, that's where I'm at. I don't want to. It's not my, I don't, I don't have a strong pull to go and have relationships with a lot of people. But but it's it's part of being a leader, you know, and uh leadership part of huge part of leadership is building effective leadership or, or building effective relationships. Mm. And, um, you know, I think, I think along those lines, you know, and it's, it's building relationships kind of what you talked about understanding and acknowledging, um, those conversations to, to develop relationships. And, uh, and I think that kind of goes back a lot, a huge part of it is going back to, where's your heart at? Mm. Um, are you, are you wanting to avoid relationship because, because for your own personal agenda, because wow. it's uncomfortable, um, or are you willing to step out of your comfort zone and embrace something that maybe isn't natural for you? Yeah. Step out mm. of the boat, right? Yeah, exactly. And you know, for me, I think that comes down to a heart issue and it comes down to, Hey, are you willing to be a servant leader? Because a servant leader is willing to lead from a position that they're not comfortable leading from, mm. and and that's that's the key to leadership. Honestly, is is serving, is serving Christ, serving other people, and you know it's reverse. It's not what maybe our culture says. Our culture says, "Hey, you lead from a position, from authoritarian authority, authoritarian yeah. position." But but honestly, that's that's not what Christ teaches. Christ teaches, "Hey." You're going to lead through serving. Nothing more, nothing less. You know, leaders, we can't be self-seeking. We can't lead from our own agenda. We can't lead from uh, what we feel is going to make us most comfortable. It's it's a mindset. You know, it's not a position. And it's it's a privilege to pursue. Or I should say it's not a privilege to pursue leadership. It's a pri- it's, it's an honor that's bestowed upon us from our peers who who uh, who see us as somebody that's able to influence them in positive ways. And we're following, yeah. Exactly, exactly. That's awesome, man. Hey, just wrapping up, one last thing I want to ask this. Uh, maybe what are, give us some maybe different types of relationships that we should be developing with people. Maybe some, that's good. As a leader, maybe you're saying, I, I don't really have relationships. What are, what, are, what are the relationships I need to be looking for? Yeah. You know, there's, there's, uh, there's a book that I've read. It's called, I think I have it over here. It's called like the 12, um, or 11. It's by Len Sweet. It's called 11. It's like the 11 best rela- uh, types of relationships you can have. Um, and that's, um, you know, it's cool. It talks about 11 different relationships 
for both a leader and a follower, you know, where you can have people that you can look up to and people that you can also, um, I don't want to say look down to, but people that you can, you know, feed that are below you that are working their way up as well. And uh, I would highly recommend that book. But it's who's that? Same five, tell me that again. What's that book? The eleven. It's uh, it's it's it's. I believe it's eleven types of relationships that you need to have. Um, by who? Again, that's the exact. It's it's basically eleven. If you look up eleven one one by by Lens Sweep, um, you'll see it. Lens and Sweet. Um, all right, we'll put that in the notes. Yeah, that'd be great. And. Um, but yeah, there's, I mean, and again, this is kind of goes back to understanding, even in conversations, understanding relationships, knowing where you're at on the relationships, relationship spectrum. You know, are you, is this your first time talking to them? Are you on a friend to friend basis? Are you on a, um, you know, mentor to, to, mentee. you know, mentee relationship? Um, is this a, uh, simply a sports talking relationship is this a discipleship relationship uh, understanding what type of relationship you are in is huge and having conversations um, but I think I think honestly the end goal for us as Christians and followers of Christ and leadership is to pursue relationships that essentially are gonna glorify Christ um, whether that's through edifying each other in conversations whether that's through discipling somebody and challenging and encouraging them um, or, you know, whether that's simply going out and meeting people for the first time with the intention of, hey, I want to build a relationship to be able to share my story of Christ with you, to share my the hope of Jesus Christ with you. And uh, so I know for me, that's that's the uh, that's the common denominator. That's the cornerstone in any relationship I have. That's the goal in any relationship I have. It's not always going to get there right away. Maybe not get there ever. Um but I can do my due diligence in, in doing those things. You know, Paul writes in First Corinthians. He says, uh, "He said I watered and Apollos planted, but God brought the increase." Mm. And I think that's applicable even to us in relationship. Is hey, we need to we need to plant seeds. We need to start relationships. We need to water them. We need to be willing to go a little deeper, have those conversations. Mm-hmm. And and I, I believe that if we're willing to do those things, God's going to bring the increase. God's going to bring that revelation to those people, whether that's through a conversation we have or whether that's through, you know, some other experience, divine experience that they have, that that will happen and that he'll bring that increase in faith um, in their lives. So um, that's the yeah. common denominator, but knowing there's there's different types of relationship is huge. That's awesome. Thanks so much, man. Hey, let me ask you this. If there's, is there anything else you want to share just as we wrap this thing up? You know, I just I would just encourage everybody to uh, no matter where you're at, kind of just kind of just recapping, um, be willing to uh, listen listen to the Spirit of God and allow Him to challenge you to to do things that maybe you're not comfortable doing because a lot of times those are the things that will bring the increase. Those are, that obedience to yeah. Christ is uh, is huge in allowing the Spirit to work through us and work through our systems and our structures. It starts with with uh, immediate obedience to Christ. I love that idea of immediate obedience. I like that. Awesome, man. Hey, dude, thank you so much for, for joining us today. And, and uh, it's been a pleasure, dude. It's good to catch up with you again. Absolutely. Thank you, Pastor Reg. You appreciate having me on. Awesome, man. Hey, for those of you, thanks so much listening to the Vertical Leadership Podcast. We truly believe once again that if the leader is empowered, the entire organization will grow. 
And uh, we look forward to hearing and chatting with you all again soon. Thanks so much for listening. Take care. Thanks again for taking time to grow as leaders. We are looking forward as we continue to build our culture in student ministries.